Hi, this is Anita from Reluctant Low Carb Life. And this month I've been talking a lot about ultra-processed foods. And one reason I'm talking about ultra-processed foods is, you know, ultra-processed foods are usually high in carbs, and they're also high in sugar, and they're also made to be highly addictive. There, there is some research that's starting now where people are starting to say, what does ultra-processed foods have to do with our health? And it might even surprise you that some of the foods that you see in the supermarket that you think are healthy are not. Um, things like lean cuisine. You pick up a package of lean cuisine, look on the back of it, look at all the ingredients that are in there, and you'll see that a lot of the ingredients are chemicals. So, you know, what is happening now is we're eating food that may seem like real food, and we may even think it's healthy food, and it may even be marketed as healthy food when it really is not, and it's really ultra-processed food. That's why a lot of people say when you're shopping in the supermarket, you should shop around the edges, which basically, you know, is usually the, um, you know, the fresh meats, the fresh vegetables, um, you know, the, the dairy that you should, you know, shop around the edges, you know, shop around the edges of the supermarket. Of course, you know, be careful with things like yogurt. Some yogurt have a lot of preservatives in it and other yogurts don't. So you really have to start to read your labels. One story that um, I think is very interesting about ultra-processed food is about the Nestle's Floating Supermark, which um, Nestle in, in Brazil, in the Amazon, decided to have a floating ship where basically they would bring all their products, you know, put it onto the ship and they would um, bring it into the Amazon where people don't have the stores or the convenience of the stores. So it was sort of like a floating sort of 7-Eleven with all of Nestle's products there and where people could go and they could buy, you know, all this food, which essentially is ultra-processed food. You know, what happened, they, they ran the ship from 2010 to 2017. And this boat would dock weekly, you know, at these different places around the Amazon and they'd offer rates which were affordable, you know, more affordable than a lot of the local market. The boat stayed open at night. You know, kids, of course, you know, from the Amazon and other people would, you know, you know come to the, sh the ship and start buying lots of food. Well, what happened, the implications are what happened is, you know, they had, um, they were like basically this, this, this uh, ship had everything from 400 different products, ranging from ice cream bars to Kit Kats. And the boat became like the savior to the community. Suddenly where, you know, these kids were able to get their supply of Kit Kats and ice cream and, and other, other things. But they became, but the downside of it soon, soon became um, glaringly, um, you know, people began to see, well, look what, what's happening here because of the fact that children began displaying health problems that had rarely been seen before. They started seeing childhood obesity childhood diabetes, they started seeing problems with dental health, which they had not seen before. And they also began to see that people began to be highly addictive of this. Also, what started to happen is many of the local stores in the Amazon, because people were demanding this, started to, to, you know, had to basically just carry this food in the store. And they began to, you know, carry it in the food store because they're in for profit too. They don't have to worry about things going bad because the shelf life on this ultra-processed food is extremely long. This is also one of the reasons why, like, when we go traveling out to uh, the hill tribes in, in Vietnam here, and a lot of the, 
the shops along the way, you go into these shops, it's almost all multi-processed food. There's very little real food there anymore. Maybe there might be a little fruits and vegetables out, but basically a lot of the food that these shops are selling is multi-processed food. It becomes the same thing. But what the Nestle's boat showed is this harsh reality of multi-processed food and what it was doing to the people there in the Amazon. This became a, a call to action, basically, to say, what are we doing here? These children are suffering, these people are suffering, and we need to go back to a more sustainable way of eating and of, of, of food. If you'd like to be able to read uh, the blog I've written on this, it's called Anti-Processed Food, A Global Threat to Public Health. And you can read that blog and read a bit about the Nestle ship and learn a little bit about this uh, Nestle's boat that went into the Amazon and some of the consequences of that. I also highly recommend, if you're interested in this, to read uh, the book by uh, Chris Val Tolkien, which is um, Anti-Processed People. It's a relatively new book. It's really a great book that talks about all things to do with multi-processed food. And when it comes right down to it, as he said, and what I'm saying is these food companies that are producing multi-processed food are not in the business for your health. They're in the business to sell to you. And so they want to do everything they can to increase their sales. So that means that they make their food as highly addictive as they can or as highly packable, they, or, or they make their food, uh, sorry, you have to cut out that part, Rico. They make their food as delicious as they can to ensure that you want to come back for more and more and more. This is Anita from Reluctant Low Carb Life. Thank you so much for listening. I, I really do appreciate you being a part of our community. We'd like to thank our team who helped put this together, specifically Rico, who makes this uh, podcast possible.